April. And I am Cameron, and we are the co-founders for Reach and Teach. Five years ago, when we had this crazy idea to host a concert on campus, we had no clue the massive impact it would make on students. To date, Reach and Teach has worked with over 160 schools, more than 6,000 students, And this podcast is just one more way for us to provide passion and confidence to students to the unconventional collaboration of education and entertainment. From setup and soundboard operation to guest prep and interview execution, this podcast is 100% produced by students. Well, hey guys, I'm Cam. I'm Josie. We're here today from Sarah Lynn High School with our Teacher of the Year. Miss Chelsea Randall. Hey. So, pretty known around here. I would say very well known around here. Um, (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Hence the teacher of the year. Uh, Arguably, and this might, I don't want to say offend some, but this may ruffle some feathers. I personally haven't had you as a teacher, but definitely one of my favorites. Definitely. Um, Also a softball coach. Yes. Also, um somebody we can really go to and talk about things with. But even with that all that being said, what is what are some other things that we don't that we don't know? What do we don't know about Coach Randall? Hmm. Uh some people may not know, you know, I love softball, love coaching softball. And that's how I kinda got into teaching as well. And I played four years, so throughout college and I got to play in Germany and Prague. And it was really cool. So I love traveling. Um, I just think that that's how you get to experience the world and like other people and cultures and you get to know everyone. And so the ability to do something that I love uh, somewhere else and travel and like share that love is so cool to me. So a lot of people don't know that. Um, a lot of people don't know that I'm like the funniest softball coach at Sarah Land. Yeah. You know, like, uh, <laughs> man, to play that back for Sunny Cab later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love the game and I, I love teaching and, but some sometimes people don't know like my background with softball and stuff like that, so it's cool to share. So you said you said Germany. Yeah. So yeah. like, what's like, Munich. let's say for example, like, what's your favorite food? You oh, say? well, I mean, I, I'm not gonna sound well traveled. I mean, I like chicken wings. <laughs> All right, so chicken wings. Do they have chicken wings in Germany? What? No, I didn't try that. The McDonald's is pretty cool though. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it the same menu? Like, would it be the same menu? I know it's a little different. Which I thought was pretty cool. I mean, obviously, I tried food from Germany and and Prague and stuff like that. But I also was like, man, McDonald's sounds really good right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> so we, t- we were talking about it um, before actually walking up here. Some of the traditions we have. And honestly, we're Sarah Lane University. We have, we have some nice things, great people, a lot of great people. But there's also some things, like, we don't really... I don't really understand, and so like, for example, I feel like we have a a shared confusion on this one. Like, what is your what's a, what's your favorite tradition? All right, so Zerland is still considered like a new school, so I feel like we're able to create new traditions, especially with uh, Principal Harrison. He's letting us like be able to decide what we want to do, and like teachers have more room of like 
being expressive and creative and creating these new traditions, but one that has been here for the longest (laughs) that I don't understand. I'm not from around here (laughs) and even coming in contact with people who are still don't really understand. Uh, When they play the alma mater, the band, everybody in the crowd points at the band but the band is pointing at us. <laughs> and so I'm not really sure. Like maybe that's like, a, I got you, you know, we're in this together. Like let's go Spartans, you know, like uh, we recently added like a little beat to the hand, mm-hmm. you know, at the end. So I think that that's kind of cool, but that's a tradition I don't understand yet. I love. But yeah. Like you said, um, I don't really, I don't really understand that one either. So gonna, maybe we should like love point at something or like yeah. all point at the same thing. <laughs> well, if the three of us know we're all pointing at something, we should just point at each other. Yeah. We'll like, just find each other like in the crowd. Like the Spider-Man meme? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how I yeah. feel. Yeah. I don't get it, but at the same time, I can't help but do it. And then I've, like, it's like, this is cool. I'm a part of something, <laughs> but what does this mean? Like, I don't know. So you feel it, but not really feel not- it. <laughs> I'm over here, like, just pretending I know what I'm doing. You know, like, yeah, this is what we do at Sarah Land. But I don't get it. Freshman year, I used to, I would, like, I would point the flag. I thought it was, like, a patriotic thing until, like you that. said, I looked at yeah. other people pointing at me. I'm not the flag. So yeah. it, it confused me. I was <laughs> like, is this, yeah. <laughs> I get it. You have to come to a pep rally or a football game to really understand it. Um well, because the football players are pointing at the crowd, too. So it's like we're all in this together, you know? Like, are we thankful for each other? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe this podcast, Maybe. we're deciding what it means. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Some, these are real things that need to be talked about because I'm pretty sure that it's not just us who doesn't for know. Real. We need to bring that up in my broadcasting class. <laughs> yeah. And we walk around and ask people. Like, yeah, have a mean? debate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're sitting here and I'm looking at all the things we're putting together for this concert. And we've been working at it in our business class on Miss Cunningham for, for some time now. And she's she's been working hard, hard, honestly, really hard. Sometimes I feel too hard. And um, our I would say our best our best moments or our best stuff that we've put together it wasn't planned at all. Like it's like it's been last minute. Our best like strategies or whatever's been last minute, and it's not, <laughs> just saying that makes me think of um, SNL. SNL's helped tremendously, and I remember walking in your busting your class one day, and like needing you. Like it was like I think SNL airs on a Friday. And y'all mm-hmm. do yeah. everything on a Thursday or Wednesday. Yeah, that's Sarah Land News Live. Is is what it stands for. Yeah. No, don't want anybody to get us oh, confused. Yeah. With. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the legit. Yeah. No <laughs> the copyright. No. Yeah. 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 yeah so. Um, Y'all are very lucky with Miss Cunningham. She's been on top of everything. Um, and most of the time, every teacher knows as well, administrator, most of the time the best ideas are the last-minute ones. And then you have to just be re- really creative in the moment. Um, as far as getting it into SNL, um, kind of like last minute, I just think that, you know, as a teacher, coach, as a leader, you have to have some type of flexibility. Um 
And if it is impacting the students in a positive way, you want to add it no matter what. So I was always happy to lend a hand and it, it, you know, went well. And I was happy to have it in SNL. There were some cool clips they all put together and edited. So I love showing off other people's work um, as well. So it was cool to, for other students to see it on Fridays. Yeah, that was, that was a huge help. And I'm not gonna lie. Even 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 this even this podcast we're doing right now was it was definitely last minute for you because <laughs> yes. I didn't I didn't tell you at all. <laughs> no, and I, not even a little bit. No, <laughs> I don't even think you heard it from me. No, I didn't. I told her a lot, like last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, cool, cool, yeah. But no, happy to be here. I'm happy. I love this opportunity for y'all because I think it's really cool. Um, I know people are always like, I wish I had opportunities like this when I was in high school. And it's just the truth. And it's cool to see y'all taking advantage of these advantage, uh, yeah. advantages. Yeah. Advantages of these advantages. Maybe we can <laughs> spice that up and make that sound better. But. Opportunities, maybe? Yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's the one. I was in the middle of my first cup of coffee when Cam Just a little autocorrect, you know? <laughs> Well, that's going to conclude our time here on this podcast from the Sarah Lynn High School with our Teacher of the Year, Miss Chelsea Randall. Yes, thanks for having me. Go Spartans. Well, I'm Cam Warren here with... I'm Josie. And I'm Brent Harrison. Don't let him just say Brent Harrison like that. This is <laughs> it's our leader. It's our leader here at Sarah Lynn. Amazing principal, amazing person. And um, yeah, we're just going to... Have a good time. Thank you for that. And I appreciate appreciate y'all having me. It's always fun to uh, interact with you guys. I love uh, I love being with the students. Uh, you know, a lot of what my job does keeps me away from kids a lot of times because a lot of meetings with different individuals. And so uh, any chance I get to be with the students is a good day for me. Okay, so we know that you came to Sailand in the midst of COVID our freshman year, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, so ma did that affect anything like you meeting students, you like – getting the position? Oh, 100%. You know, uh, coming in on day one, um, you know, uh, starting in June, July, a lot of what we were doing and preparing for was being isolated. And so really starting off the school year, I was not able to do what I'm, I've typically done as a principal in, in years past. Um, for example, this year we had our pet rally start off school year. Uh, that's something I've always done where I've been to kind of get Try to get a message across to students of, hey, here's what I expect. Here's what I want from you. Here's what you should want for yourself. Um, so obviously hitting the ground running in 2020 was a lot more difficult than I think anyone could have projected. And uh, was more so for me because I am a very personable person. I love talking to kids. I love talking to teachers. And I really, we really had to main sure, uh, maintain a safe distance and to make sure too. We had to self-guard ourselves to make sure we were not getting sick and missing school and doing that sort of thing. So it was very tough. But, um, but I'll say the relationships that we were able to forge and make back then and, and continue throughout the three years that I've been here uh, have grown stronger for that. I can say I can say me personally that because we've never because 24 class, we've never experienced a break before right. so <laughs> we only hear stories right and that that freshman year that freshman year was crazy um at that time we still had we couldn't release at the same time and we it was broken down differently oh, and, yeah 
all the safeguards. I mean, you, we really kind of segregated everybody as much as we could from each other uh, to maintain, you know, safety and uh, safe distances. So it was very tough. And I know it made it tough for student life. You think about games. We couldn't allow but 2,100 people into our stadium for football games, uh, which is heartbreaking to us. Uh, baseball, the same. Basketball, the same. Um, those are the things that we live for. Um, if you think about school and you think about the memories that you'll keep of school, you're not going to remember what you did in math class today, yeah. 30 years from now. You'll remember a pep rally. You'll remember a game that you were at or a game that you played in. Um, so those are the things that are where the high school memories truly come from. And that's what I was most heartbroken about for those senior classes for those two years. So since you've been here, we've seen some uh, some records uh, hit for education, mm-hmm. education-wise. We've also seen, like, everything being built around the school. So can yes, you ma'am. tell us a little more about that? No, it's, uh, you know, we've, uh, you know, obviously with COVID there across the nation, across the world, there's been a major educational decline, which was expected. Um, face-to-face learning is the best. There's no substitution for face-to-face learning. Um, luckily for us, our board, our school board, our superintendent maintained and ensured that we were face-to-face more than any other school system in the state of Alabama, and I would bet the country. Um, And so we're very proud of that. And from that, we've seen the gains that our students were able to make in such a tough time and difficult time. And so, you know, this past year, uh, where we I know what our report card grade will be for the upcoming year. We can't release it yet, but we're very, very ecstatic about that Um, as a system and as a high school. um, The growth that we've shown over the last year has been remarkable. And I believe we lead the nation in some of our growth when it comes to math scores and English Mm. scores. Um, So we're very, very pumped about that. And again, that's a tribute to non-administration. That's a tribute to our teachers and students. Uh, They're the ones that bought in. They're the ones that did the hard work and really dedicated themselves to what they were doing. As for facilities, uh, we were second to none, and I'm proud of that. If you think about this, the school system, when we bring in tax revenue, we bring in federal money and state dollars and things of that nature, um, the biggest outlay or biggest cost for most school systems is always going to be a personnel cost, paying teachers and things of that nature. Everything else is ancillary, meaning it's going to how do we make the student life better, how can we make the student experience better for our students. And so when you look at the things that we have, it's things that we need. Uh, when you look at from a surf, and, and it's things that are cost effective. Um, when you look at our turf, baseball, and softball fields, that's cost-effective. We're saving money by doing that. And, two, we're ensuring that our kids are never missing out on a practice, never missing out on a game because of rain. When you look at our track facility, think about this, guys. We have a three-time state track champ, yes. and we've never had a track. Yeah. <laughs> we've never had a track, and we've got a three-time state champ, or two times. She'll be three times she this will year. Be yes. She'll be three yes. times this year. So when you look at that and you look at all the different um, benefits that our track and soccer facility will have, um, from not having to wait so long to practice or you know, have one group practice on grass, one on turf. Now we'll be able to all practice on turf or, or rotate the grass as needed. When you look at all that, it's always it's going to benefit our kids. And that's the great thing about our school system. Everything we do is strictly for the benefit of our students. And shout out to a quick shout out to our 
<laughs> state champion in track, Morgan Davis, our Kentucky commit. That's yes. right. Um, Absolutely. Uh, announced this week she's uh, going to attend the University of Kentucky to further her track career. Uh, hopefully one day an Olympic hopeful. Uh, absolutely. I think she's got the skills to do it. So hopefully we'll see great things out of Morgan Davis. Absolutely. And to, to touch on what you because I'm an athlete here, mm-hmm. um, student athlete. Both of you are great athletes. Yes, yes. Sitting to my right here is also Josie McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let her be humble. She is. But you touch on like what you what you said from a. It's really an environment. Mm-hmm. The environment is built here in the culture. Mm-hmm. We see how much. Like from a, this is from a student athlete perspective. Like we see how much y'all, how much time. And effort that y'all put into us so it's like it's really I feel like it's it's a certain standard sure a certain standard we have to abide by whether it's whether it's simple stuff like we don't waking up in the morning and coming here be something right. we don't want to do but while we're here we have to be the most our best selves and as productive as we can be sure as we look around and even from our janitors like i every time i go in the bathroom whether it's at the facility or at the school it's everything's clean or and then from like advocate advocacy from our teachers i can always talk to anybody learn anything and it's i don't know it's i don't know it's something i feel like no matter like where, I, where whenever i go off for college or where my career may take me it's like sarah lane, it's there's no mm-hmm. it's home you right know what i mean right and it's it's sarah lane university that's man. right it's the, like, Spart- the spartan way if you look at it this way the spartan way um i'm a firm believer that culture will always defeat strategy all right. If you look at what we have here as a culture from top down, from school board down, all the way down to the student body, you look at the culture that we have produced in a very short amount of time in 12 years or 14 years of being a school system. It's unlike any other. And that's what's most important. If everybody buys in, if everybody buys into what we're doing, what we're producing, then it's only going to get better over time. And so, um, you know, and that's, again, it's a tribute to you guys. Students like you make it easy. All right. And so the more we can get bought in, the better off we are as a school, as a town and as a community. And so uh, that's that's kind of what we believe in. So you mentioned that you saw the Velcro pygmies in what, 98? <laughs> I think it was around 1998, 99, <laughs> around that time frame. Uh, I was in college at uh, Troy State University. Me and Cam were talking about this last night. It's now known as Troy University. And the Velcro pygmies were mainstays at a lot of the fraternities. I was in a fraternity, and they we hosted them several times at a couple events that we had. And uh, it is definitely a great concert. And so it was, I told Cam last night, I said, hey, when I saw y'all unpacking 98 y'all don't have this much stuff they had like one little small u-haul and a truck uh, and a tour bus and that was it and so we kind of laughed about it but no uh saw them in 98 uh, i've seen actually i've seen them probably more more times than i've got fingers and toes so they, they've always they've always done a i love a good rock concert so they've always done a good job so are you excited for today? Are you I am. Stick I am. Uh, I was. I was uh, thinking about wearing the jeans today and getting up front and trying to uh, <laughs> mosh around a little bit, but uh, self control got the better of me. <laughs> if you had to, if you had to say, what mo- what song that they play are you most looking forward to? Ooh. Now I will say this: uh, we do have certain limits of songs that they can play here <laughs> since we are at high school. Yeah. Uh, but one of the my favorite songs I've, I believe I've heard them play. Uh, was uh, Motley Crue, Kickstart My Heart. Mm. That's a great workout song. That's usually what I start off with on the treadmill every time I get on it every six months. <laughs> yes, uh, I feel you there. I feel you. 
Um, well, that's going to wrap up our time here. Hey, guys, enjoyed it as always. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. And uh, as always, go Spartans. Yeah.